What is going on, Kyle? We are back after what feels like we had a month off. It feels like forever, honestly. Yeah, I think it's been pretty close to a month off. Yeah. Yep. How are we doing? We're doing good. Yeah, everything's yeah, I back. Wish, uh, yeah, I wish this UFC is barely back. Oh uh, yeah, this card is in, is decimated <laughs> this card by COVID. Is completely decimated. Omicron has come in hot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, canceling fights left and right. Everyone was out at the bars getting liquored up over New Year's. Now everyone yeah. on the card is COVID. Oh yeah. But 2022's been uh, is going to be big for the Neverhedge Boys. We are now on Spotify and Apple Pod. Um, you can find Thank us. Thank you, there. Anchor. Yep. yep. We're on there. We're now on LinkedIn. We're <laughs> going to be more active on Instagram. We're going to be more active on TikTok. We're taking over. The media empire is has come to LinkedIn. We, Make sure you add us as a connection. We are taking over. I wrote two articles for LinkedIn today. Holy shit. <laughs> let's let's get on this before we start. Before you, before you make more work for us. Right. <laughs> Writing articles on LinkedIn. All right. Starting off the card. Uh, only 10 matches on here. So hopefully it should be over by the uh, time the Patriots start on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, all right. Match one or match 10, rather. Brian Kelleher versus who's his uh, new opponent? Because still listening as uh, TBA. It's Kevin Kroom. Kevin Kroon, yes. Yep. And it's had, it still has uh, Kakramanov on DraftKings, so our pricing is not going to be accurate there. We don't have a line for that. Uh, I feel like this is going to be the theme of the entire breakdown. Yeah, so Kevin Kroon, he is, um, what's his nickname? Hard-hitting redneck, something like that. Um, <laughs> he, he came into the UFC and he beat Roosevelt Roberts in 30 seconds. Which nobody saw. That. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, that got overturned. It's a no contest if you look it up. But he he choked Roosevelt Roberts out. He rocked him on the feet, choked him out. Um, he then went on to fight Alex Kakaris, and he lost. Um, he is training at Glory MMA with um, our boy James Krause, Jeff Molina, our guys. El Jefe, yeah. Um, so he's got good training partners. But he's taking this on extreme short notice against a monster in Brian Kelleher. Um, I can't see him winning. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, so. Kelleher is still listed at seventy five hundred on DraftKings. Uh, as far as I know, they're going to honor that price. They usually um, do. They typically do. Yeah, they usually do. So I feel like you got to have them. Although everyone's probably going to have them, so he's going to be very chalky. But yeah. at this price. He, he's probably going to be a pretty big favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian Kelleher, so, he's the favorite, not on short notice, you know? I mean, yeah, it's, it's a smash spot for him. I think uh, when he's fighting fucking Kakramanov, he was minus 150, so I'm sure it'll be... Yeah, I was going to pick, pick against him. Um, but... Such is life. Yeah, didn't happen. Got to yeah, go with moving him. Moving on. Yep. Yeah, moving on. TJ Brown versus Charles Rosa. No line out for this one, but because uh, I believe Rosa is a, a late replacement. Uh, yep. Uh, TJ Brown, speaking of promises made, promises kept on DraftKings, TJ Brown sitting at 7,100 and uh, Charles Rosa at 6,800 because TJ Brown, I believe, was a pretty big underdog, if I'm not mistaken. He was. Um, 
And that is a fight on DraftKings with them being 71 and 68 that you might want both sides. Not in the same lineup, but Charles Rosa at 68, I mean, he could. the only reason he's 68 is because TJ Brown was 71. You know what I right. mean? He, would, right. he wouldn't be the lowest guy on, on DraftKings. So there's value there um, as well. Uh, I do think this is a little bit too short notice. It's a, it's a week. Um, yeah. TJ Brown is a tough guy. He's got wrestling. That seems to be kind of a little bit of a kryptonite for Charles Rosa, who is a submission guy, but he can be stifled by good wrestling. Um, Charles Rosa is a meat and potato guy on the feet. Nothing really to be feared. TJ Brown has been rocked before, but I don't yeah. think a guy like Charles Rosa has the power to turn the lights out. I think TJ Brown wins um, probably a decision. Yeah, I agree. Got to have at l- both sides in at least one of your lineups because they are the cheapy cheapies. Yeah. Uh, moving on up the card here, we actually have one that stayed with it. Uh, we got Cork McGee going up against uh, Ramiz Brahimaj, and uh, this one is a pickup. And on DraftKings, let me see here. Where are you, Court McGee? Uh, he's eighty three hundred, and Brahima is seventy nine hundred. So very close. Yeah, yeah. Ramiz opened up as the dog, which I was shocked to see, um, because I'm not very high on Court McGee. I, I know he's no. a tough guy. He fought a lot of tough opponents, and he's fought them pretty tough. Like looking at how he fought against Sean Brady, um, and how good Sean Brady looked in his last fight, it looks impressive. Yeah. But yeah. Court McGee is slow. He's plotting. He does everything okay. He's almost like Charles Rosa. Um, right. And he's only getting older. Yeah, he's um, fucking 37. Ramiz is a true, true specialist. His BJJ is something special. If he gets you on the ground, you're good night. You're tapping out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Court McGee has good submission defense. I don't think it matters. Ramiz is that good. Um, yeah. I think he does get it to the ground. He might not get it down in the first try. He might not get it down in the first round. But if it goes <laughs> down, he's getting Court McGee out of there, and I think he wins by by submission. Yeah, that's going to be a great prop. Yeah. 100%. All right, moving on. Almost to the main event. We have one more on the prelims. <laughs> Jamie Pickett, plus 125, going up against Joseph Holmes, minus 150. And where are you, Joseph Holmes? Uh, where is he? He's not on DraftKings. This fight is not on DraftKings. So yeah, they got to update their lineup. There, yeah, they're slapping they sure this week. They um, are, yeah. But nobody's hearts in it. I've been back. Ours. I've been back and forth on this one uh, all week. Initially, I was thinking Jamie Pickett. Um, but now I think I've found my spot that I like, and it's Joseph Holmes. Um, he's athletic. He's long. He's tall. He's 7-1. and one. Um, He's kind of a submission fighter, but he does use his hands to get there, club and sub a little bit. And club and sub. He's a, like that. He's another one. Glory MMA, James Krause. Um, with his athleticism. We're Krause guys. Yeah, we're Krause guys, and this is like the perfect fighter for James Krause. Uh, long, athletic guy who has no experience. Um, And he's just soaking up everything at Glory MMA, and he's fighting a guy in Jamie Pickett 
who is also athletic, but he's just never fought to his potential. Um, I'm not a Jamie Pickett guy at all. I don't think he's looked good, even in his last win. Um, I think Joseph Holmes finishes Jamie Pickett here and gives him his walking papers. Love it. Love that. See you later. Yep. All right, moving on to the main event now. Bill Algio, uh, plus 110, going up against Joe Anderson Burrito, minus 130. This one is on DraftKings. Uh, Bill Algio is 7,600, and Burrito is 8,600. Yeah. Um, love Bill Algio. Everyone does. Uh, he's kind of like a Dominic Cruz, Clay Guida kind of guy. Constant movement. Yeah, uh, does some wild stuff in there. Always being creative, but he relies on his footwork. Um, doesn't have much power. He's a skinny guy. He he really is a lot like Dominic Cruz um, mm. or Billy Q. He he's a lot like Billy Q too. The two Bills. Um, yeah, and he's fighting a guy in Joe Anderson Brito who is fighting out of the infamous uh, Shoot to Box Academy. Where fucking Jose Aldo made his uh, made his name, and he is the exact style fighter you'd think that would come out of shoot box. He's jacked, he hits really hard, <laughs> he has great submissions. But the thing that I love about Joe Anderson Brito is he's got great takedowns. Um, he opened up his Dana White Contender Series fight with a flying knee right into a blast double leg. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guy is explosive. Um, now, he can gas out, and that's Billy Algio's only path to victory, I think, here, is to outlast, out-footwork Brito. I don't think it happens. I think Brito gets the finish, and Algio's, the line's only this close because people like the name. Yes. I'm one of those people. I also do not think he wins. I think he probably gets uh, choked out or his arm broken or something. <laughs> Ground and pound, smashed. Ground and pound. All right, moving on. We only got five fights left. Uh, we got Dakota Bush at plus 160 going up against, oh boy, here we go, Vyacheslav Borshev. <laughs> yeah. Uh, minus 190 and the DraftKings pricing. Uh, Borshev is 9,000, and Dakota Bush sitting at 7,200. Borshev for the win? I think so. We already won money on him in his Dana White Contender Series fight uh, against uh, Chris Wade. Uh, Borshev, he's only 5-1. He fights out of Team Alpha Male. He's a Russian kickboxer. He says he's had over 200 amateur fights. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He, he was the K. He's been fighting since he was five years old. He was the K one kickboxing champ. Everyone knows K one is legit. K one um, is very fucking legit. And he doesn't have a wrestling background, even though he's from Russia. But he is training at a team alpha male, where wrestling is the bread and butter over there. So he's constantly learning. Um, it only takes one punch from him or kick to get you out of there. And he's fighting Dakota Bush who he trains at a small gym, actually, with Jake Collier, who's also on the card. Um, Bush is tough. I think that's probably his best attribute. He's tough. He likes yeah. to strike. Um, but to win this one, he's got to wrestle. I think he may find a takedown or two in this fight, but when it's on the feet, it's going to be all Borsch, and we're going to see a knockout. Borsch. We're going to see a knockout. Yeah. 
we're going to see one. Yeah. 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 And uh, moving on, we have uh, this is actually a pretty good women's flyweight matchup. Uh, not too many times you're going to hear me say that. But <laughs> this is one that I'm modestly excited for. Uh, Caitlin Chikagian at minus 180, somehow going up against Jennifer Maya. Jennifer Maya, two fights. Well, this would be her second fight removed from her title shot. She got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, this is actually a rematch uh, from 2019, I believe, um, yeah, where Caitlin Chukagian won a boring decision. I think yep. the same thing happens. Uh, Chukagian's huge for the division. When she's out there, she, she looks massive. Um, yeah. She likes to key off. She's a big proponent of keying at with every punch. Um, the judges seem to love it. She's like a women's tennis player out there. Yeah. Um, and Jennifer Maya knows she's going to have to go for the takedowns in this fight. I don't think she's going to be successful. They both fought the highest level of comp you can in the UFC as a women fighter. Um, I just think Chukagin is a little bit better than Jennifer Maya. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm with you on there. Uh, I was a little bit uh, nervous about the minus 180 juice, but, I mean, if she fucking wins, then it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, the juice that, lose. that juice on this kind of women's MMA, I'm not sure if I'll take, but I'll, I'll probably have her in something. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on. This is actually a pretty good fight. We got uh, Brandon Royval versus uh, Rogerio Bontarin, and uh, Royval is eighty eight hundred on DraftKings. Bontarin is seventy four hundred, and then let me just pull up the line real quick for Rogerio Bontarin. Uh, we have. Uh, Royval is minus 170, and Bontarine is plus 145. Yeah, this is my favorite fight on the card. Um, it's awesome. Doing tape study on it was a lot of fun. Uh, Bontarine reminds me of John Lineker. They're like the same guy. Yes. Just short, stocky, throws fucking bombs. Um, but one thing Bontarine does that I really like is he attacks the calf. Um he throws looping hooks just like John Lineker, but he likes to mix in that calf kick, um, which I love. Um, he's extremely strong. Um, yep. He does have the ability to get takedowns when he wants, but he tends to, to like to strike. And he's fighting Brandon Royville, who is maybe the most exciting fighter you'll you'll watch in the UFC. He's huge mm-hmm. for the division. Brandon Royville is massive. He's, he's going to yeah, be five... 5'9 at 125 <laughs> yeah. is enormous. Yeah, he's going to have a huge height advantage here. Um, he likes to stick and move. He throws crazy shit because he doesn't care if you take him down because he's rolling all over the place. Right. Um, he actually looked really good in his fight against Pantoja up until he got finished. I thought he was going to win mm-hmm. that fight. We had money on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Royville here. After watching tape, I was I was thinking I was gonna take Bontarin just on paper, and after watching tape, I really like Brandon Royville. He's he's really long. Um, Bontarin got rocked by Matt Schnell a few times, and that's what scared me. 
Because if yeah. Matt Snell can can start you, then Brandon Royville can start you. And I think <laughs> yeah. I think what's going to happen is Bontarini is just he cannot keep that pace in that body against right. Brandon Royville. There's no way. Right. He'll get smoked. Yeah, I think late finish. Bontra against a tired, tired Bontarin. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why he gets finished. It's just be pure exhaustion. He Roy, right. Royville gets nothing left. Yeah. Royville's got a little more left in the tank. Yep. And he slips one under the neck. Yep. All right. Moving on to the co main event. Are you ready? Or who is fighting now in the co-main event of a UFC? Oh card. God! Fucking Jake Collier versus Chase Sherman, and Jake Collier is the favorite. Yeah, love seeing that. Want to hear Husky Jake? Want to hear another Husky Jake? Another, yeah. another crazy ahead. thing. Jake Collier is my favorite bet on the whole card. Yeah, Jake Collier is my favorite bet. Chase Sherman is a bum. I will never bet him again. And I rewatched his last fight against Parker Porter. And in between rounds, Chase Sherman's body language could not have been worse. He was like crying on the stool, being like, did we get that yeah. round? I don't know. But he, his body yeah. language was so bad, he didn't want to be there. Parker Porter's terrible. Jake Collier has actually looked really good. Yeah. In his last... Yeah, I mean... His last two he, fights, he threw 253 strikes combined. Yeah. I mean, it, what, what heavyweight could keep that pace? Not Chase Sherman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you got props to him for being a can for Tom Aspinall to crush. But uh, I think Chase Sherman is an even weaker can than he is. Yeah, I think I think Jay Collier has actually proven he, he might not be a can. He, he might just be fat. <laughs> but, right. but but I think he actually has some skill. <laughs> he, he's going to really out outbox um Chase Sherman here. I think he gets I think he gets a finish too. Love it. Love that 100%. All right. Now, the main event is actually a pretty good fight. Oh yeah, it sure is. My boy Giga Chikadze. Huge favorite. Minus biggest favorite on the card, I believe, uh, barring the late replacements. Minus 240 uh, going up against the also pretty good Calvin Cater, plus 200. This is a very good matchup for Giga Chikazi. Uh Giga is 9,300, and Calvin Cater is 6,900. I think liver kicks all day. Yeah, I mean, I got to go with Giga as well. He's looked so good. And yeah. and Calvin Cater's not the not the style that's gonna beat Giga. Calvin right. Cater's a boxer. He's out of Boston. He likes to box and he's fighting maybe the best kickboxer in MMA. Right. We saw what happened when he fought the best boxer in Max Holloway. He got destroyed. Uh right. how many fucking strikes did Holloway throw in that in that fight of two million? <laughs> yeah. Two and a half million? Yeah. A tad more than Jake Collier did. <laughs> <laughs> Only just. Yeah. Uh, he's probably probably more than more strikes than Chase Sherman's ever thrown in his life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but Calvin Cater, he's good. He's tough. He hits hard. 
But he does. Giga on the feet is something else, man. Giga on the feet is not how you want to fight Giga. <laughs> no. And that's the only way Calvin Cater can fight Giga. No. Somebody please. I just so wish Max Holloway was fighting Volk. Max Holloway wins and we get Giga versus Max. Yeah. Could you imagine? That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but we get Giga versus Calvin Cater. It's the best fight on the card, probably. Besides, I, I like, I really do like that Bontra and Roy Bull fight. Um, but I think we're gonna get a knockout here from Giga, and he's gonna call for the title shot. I know they they already gave it to the Korean Zombie, but he's gonna call for it anyways. Yeah. Fuck it. Yep. And it's a short card. I'm, it's not even worth making a DraftKings lineup yet. Uh. Ha- yeah, not all the fights are I, there. I did uh, just for fun. Did you? Yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. I think you probably win, but it's like you know, like a Brian Kelleher at seventy five hundred, TJ Brown at seventy one, uh, Brian Maj seventy nine, Borshev nine K, Giga ninety three, Jay Collier eighty five. I feel like that's going to be like probably everyone is going to have that one. I think Collier might go under owned. Could be. People, he is people fat. don't like to take him. He, he is fat. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. We are all about body positivity here. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. All right buddy. We'll, That's uh, enough for one night. Yeah. We'll uh, bring it to the next card, which is going to be much better than this one. Yes. Sometimes these cards. Right, these cards. Just... Yes, they do. All right, bud. Talk to you.